It's actually not going to go get that chair and move it through all this again. That's no, the last no, thing I'm it's going done. to do. I've, I've had I'll that. Accept it. I feel like that's turned into my life so many times where I, now I'm like, I'm not redoing anything. Dude, yeah, that's where I'm at for sure. I'm like, I any scenario where I have to do the exact same thing I just did. One take. Again, yeah, you get one take out of me I'm no the, matter I'm, what. Census, one take. One Voting, take. one take. <laughs> I feel that way when people like want to reschedule things with me. I'm like, nope. You had one chance. <laughs> like, nope. uh, you know, like someone wants to hang out. If it's like a new friend hang and they're like, ooh, I actually can't make it out. I want to do this. I'm like, well, I don't fuck with the type of person. Well, we're never going to re- talk again. That's it. You got so. one chance, dude. You really do. <laughs> First that, impressions are truly everything. I wonder if you hit someone with, also, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for watching our, thanks for watching our live stream. Of that happened last night. That happened last night. So we don't know who the president is going to be or is still going still to be. Still don't know. Um, so no. if our tone seems a little bit... I will not apologize for the tone. I don't... Yeah. No, I, I can't, don't really care. I cannot possibly... Just know we didn't know. That's. I all. would assume most people listening right now are quite happy. Let's just put it that way. You think so? <laughs> we're not going to go into this because we're doing this all wonky because we're doing a live stream that happened last night that you should have watched. And if you didn't, it's okay. No, I mean, if YouTube takes our channel down for Biden people shit, that's when we'll know. Oh, that we've yeah. Made it. Right. That's when, well, we've been, yeah, we've been taken down. We've been stung. We, that's true. Rise Against got us early Rise on. Against, and then we stole we stole footage of children playing on a playground. And that, that one, also happened. That right. was fun. That was, yeah, so don't, don't bite. I like how that was the worst. That was the worst side effect of me stealing videos of kids playing on a playground. Right, is that YouTube is like you're in timeout. Yeah, like that. No, no one investigated why I was downloading. Doesn't I downloaded matter. no less than five different videos of kids playing at a playground before I nailed that one. And uh, no, I made that one. I have also used footage of kids playing in a playground during a show. Maybe you downloaded that for <laughs> other reasons. It's hard to tell after it's this hard long, know. you know. But <laughs> yeah, I remember I downloaded the, if we like that's what's funny because they're like, hey, you can download children playing on a playground. That's totally fine. Cool. Just don't steal someone's money who made that. Yeah. I'm dude, like, I, you should give the money to the kids that I'm watching play on the playground. I know. I dude. I know. I would you I, ask all those kids for permission? Dude, I no, dude. Fuck that. Those little child stars. God knows how much their parents are asking. I just want wholesome royalty free video of children playing on a playground mm-hmm. that i can use to make a punchline that about you know it's too much to ask some kid i grew up with is that too much to ask i just want to watch kids play dude tag. our our podcast is like uber and lyft like if if they took away all the things that we need just to do it every week like just stealing people's video content and picture it would be curtains we'd have to rely on our own charm yeah, and that we realized early on that was not going to work. So that's no. why. You no. know, we don't have. I feel like we did. You know what's funny? I think we're funnier without. When I listen to us on. When I listen to us just audio, I think we're. Like, it works better. When I see us on video, I'm like, who would watch this? Yeah, that's what I think when I edit it. I'm like, God, who would he. I don't even think who would watch this. I think who would look at this. Like who? Who would even who visually would, like lay their eyes le- on this and not look away? Who would allow their eyes to be on this for longer than two minutes? We're handsome. Yeah. Okay. We're people like people think we're cute though. I got the heat miser thing going on. I don't think anyone thinks that, but I kind of I'm starting to look like uh, 
like the earlier version of John Goodman on Roseanne. Like I feel like that's what I'm going into. Oh, yeah. how do you feel Dude, about that? Dude, I I I'm okay with it. I think John Goodman's He's beloved. Truly one of the greatest actors of our generation. Is this Dude, recording? Yeah, it should be. I'll okay. double check for you. Yeah, no, but Let I me break I see... it up and double check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Yeah, it All is. All right, bingo. I'm paranoid, you know. Uh, no, one, I think... One, yeah. No, sorry. I interrupted. Oh, I was just saying, dude, I was watching The Connors the other day. I, it was oh, just you watched like, it? I was just like on... I'll fuck around and just browse. I still channel surf. I don't know if people do this still, but I, I like channel surfing. No, they don't. Go on, though. Yeah. Dude, the, that show in? is so wild now. Dude, it's so wild. Like, first of all, it was clearly episode one of their like new pandemic season this is when all the seasons of shows are starting to be like coronavirus right. related yeah, yeah, yeah. they've had time to produce it and it still looks like shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like it's dude hack coronavirus joke after hack coronavirus joke it's it's truly it's like john goodman walks up to the door without a mask and some kids are like six feet six feet stay away and he's like oh whatever and he just like fucking hits the kid and like walks by him that'd be funny that would be funny this no i embellish it a little bit then he goes into the kitchen and they're all spaced apart and he's like i can't use my damn microwave microwave my hunger man this is not john goodman hunger, hunger yeah, man no, man <laughs> Just like the long-suffering, it's, annoyed yeah. dad. It's truly just like this show is now just watch, watch a fat Midwestern dad react to limitations of COVID nineteen. Right. And then, dude, they cut to this scene where I guess one of, they have like thirty kids now. I don't know how they acquired this fucking family lineage. There's so many because Roseanne's dead. Remember, Roseanne she, dies, dude. You're so checked out. Bro. I'm not watching fucking Roseanne. <laughs> no, dude. but you would remember what happened when Roseanne like lost all of her shit because she like blew up. And yeah, but I didn't know they killed her character. Killed, that seems a bit harsh. Maybe send her. her on vacation. No, maybe go dude. to a mental ward. No, she died of a heart attack on the show. That's fucking dark, dude. For fuck a yeah. Network comedy. Well, you know she's out there calling people apes on Twitter. They're not gonna hold any punches, dude. Like. Either way, though, dude. So I, I'm watching the Connors, and dude, there's this scene. There was this scene. I swear to God, they're at like a restaurant. I guess one of their daughters is now dating this guy who's Mexican, and like they're in there. Like he's sweeping the floor, and she's like pouring coffee. They're like run the diner together, together. And then the guy goes to the front window and says hey to someone, and the <laughs> the girl's like, Carlos, you can't stand that close to the door. What about ice? Ice is coming. And it's, this is not ironic, by the way. It's not a joke. They're like, we have to watch out for ice. You could be ca- captured by them. And he's like, oh, no. I, d- dude, the, this poor guy, I, you see him and you know he's playing up like a Hispanic accent. He's, he's hard, dancing. Hard. He's dancing. Yeah. And it, it is hard to watch. And he's like going on. He's like, I just, you know, I just enjoy freedom. I just want to walk around like everyone else in this do country, the, man. You can do the cholo accent oh, now. Dude, I've done it so many times. I can't <laughs> okay. keep doing it on camera. Okay. Only, I'll, if you want to pay me, I'll do voice recordings of me walking around my day-to-day life doing it. Get a... This is the get a Patreon. Only OnlyFans is gonna start just being like racist shit. Secretly listen to people be racist. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, you can't really, you know, you're racist, and you don't know, you know, you want to hear your friends talk like it, but they won't anymore because you know, just from the to podcast. Get jobs. You want more like that? Then check out the OnlyFans if you check like out that the little fans. that little tinge of racist humor <laughs> that I gave you. Check out my OnlyFans where I really Dude, I pull no punches. 
I watch me say a racial slur for five dollars a month. Five dollars. I will ruin my chances of ever succeeding in the entertainment industry for five dollars a month from people who will stay with it for about three months. Yeah. Before they cancel it. They probably would subscribe to download the video and cancel you. Yeah. If they give him Dude, that's the funny thing. It's like all these podcasts now they're like, well, we're on only you're on Patreon if you want to see the raw shit. Dude, yeah. LA Times is just gonna spend five bucks. Download oh, yeah. all your shit and still write the article. Like, yeah, you're gonna get ruined. Yeah, man. it's not a, it's not the dark web. It's not like this impenetrable. Yeah, you will be found. <laughs> you will be found. Right. That's what's funny. It's like the, these people. You can still listen. Like the the news gets out. Nobody's gonna be like, so yeah, dumb. I was gonna write this. Uh, I was gonna write this scathing article about John Goodman, but I didn't want to pay five bucks to get on his OnlyFans. <sighs> Goddamn paywall. Wouldn't what? that be great if, like, the LA Times, who has, like, one of the biggest paywalls, it's like, well, we couldn't get, we wanted to do our diligent reporting, but we just could not pay the fighter and the kid $5 to find out if Brian, Brian Callen is talking about his rape allegations. We, we couldn't finish I, the story. That's actually, I bet their Patreon went so high once, like, the, the only reason I would want to watch the Patreon is to listen to a man defend himself against rape allegations. Which is worth $5. They're not funny people. No. But we're not funny, but we're funnier than them. I'm going to give that to us, man. Yeah, I'm taking it. Well, it, I mean, I would like to think so, but, you know. I'm taking it, dude. Take you it. are funnier than Brandon Schaub. Brandon Schaub? Yeah. I, one time I was at the Ice House. Did I ever tell you about this? I was at the Ice House one time doing the open mic, and... uh he popped. It was a Joe Rogan and Friends show the night of the Ice House open mic. Oh yeah. So this is like right when I got here. So I'm at the Ice House waiting, and it's it was one of those lottery things, and everyone goes because it's the Ice House. The Ice House is so great. I hope they don't go out of business. But I was there, and obviously it's like the, there's two rooms. There's the main room, then there's a little room. I'm in the little room. It's completely packed, full of comics, huge bucket with just a fucking never ending. Yeah, funnel sea of, of one, sea of delusion. Yeah. Just a bucket of delusion. And there's my little carp swimming around. <laughs> I'm going to make it in Hollywood, baby. And no, I just sat there for 3 hours and I watched people just all everyone just bombs. You just bomb. I mean, yeah. this is a no, whole but No, the mic. point the reason I bring this up though is I'm at the Ice House open mic one day and it's a Joe Rogan and Friends show that night. Brian or uh, Brendan Schaub comes in and he's like basically asks, you know, Bruce, the guy who's running, like, hey, can I do a spot real quick before mm-hmm. this Joe Rogan and Friends show? And dude, I I can't. Who am I to say someone sucks? But holy shit, dude, it was the most unfunny. It was uncomfortable. Really? It was really. It was especially uncomfortable because it was a whole room of comics who all fucking hate Brendan Schaub. I didn't like. I, I I was like just got here, so I still like had a you know great vision of the world. So sure. I was just like, this is cool. Like I think he's a douchebag, but he's famous. Yeah, like, yeah, look, I'm exciting. right here. Yeah. Brandon Chubb walks in, and dude, he just he just really really ate shit. And it was in maybe it's because he was unfunny, or maybe it was because the entire room were full of comics who hate him because they view him as like the new Dane Cook, or like around that realm, like the. You're famous, but you ain't got jokes. You're just kind of charismatic. But he bombed fucking hard, dude. And was he, he aware of his I bombing? certainly would hope so. But here's the thing, dude. He went in the next room, opened up Joe Rogan and Friends, and fucking probably leveled it. I'm sure. Probably leveled the room. That's and that's I'm... why he's like, pack the room with your podcast fans, and you cannot fail. No. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> 
Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that dude, at the end of the day, Brandon Schaub, we can sit Brandon here. Brandon Schaub. What's his name? <laughs> I think it's. I think we should call him Brandon. Brandon? Yeah, Brandon What's his Schaub. name? Brandon? B- Brandon. Brandon Schaub. Brandon Schaub. At the end of the day, dude, we can sit here and talk until we're blue in the face about how not funny he is. That dude, he's a handsome guy that's yeah, rich fun. as shit, and he Fights. has a... He's, like he's he, good he's I, okay i would say anything anyone says he also seems like the type of guy that has a level of self-confidence where he like i don't I, care yeah i, I feel don't like, give a fuck I, what some fat loser in his garage is saying like, i he would probably if he heard us like i'm not talking shit i think he's he seems like a very likable guy to be honest uh put us on put us on brandon brandon i'll say your name brandon right. frazier I, I like him. I'm on board. I li- I'm like, hey, you know what? Brandon Schaub never raped nobody. Well, so he's on. all right in my book. Hold bl- on, dude. We haven't gone behind the LA Times paywall yet. That's he true. could have. I just true. haven't read the whole story yet. That's true. Because I got to pay. That's true. That's how. That's going to be a great day is when like the New York Times starts putting like rape allegations behind a paywall. Do you want to see who else? Do you want to see who Louis C.K.? Fucked. It's just like in the his past. This, it's <laughs> that's the headline of the article. Do you want to see you? Louis yeah. C.K. fucked? You want to have pervert? And then they just list women's names, like five hundred women's names. There's gonna be yeah. There's just gonna be like latimes.com/slash rape allegations behind a paywall, yeah. and it's just like huge list of like just articles on articles of like so dug, digging up every celebrity who anyone's had a rape allegation. Yeah, and that's gonna be. It's like when our grandparents would like I'll go read the obituaries every day to see who died. Yeah. Our generation reads the the rape allegation, the rapies yeah. every day. We're just sitting there reading the rapies. I'm like, oh, what? You have oh. two, Jason Alexander. Oh my god, <laughs> this is a good, this is a big day. Yeah. And some days are slow. You're like, oh fuck, just Andy Dick again. This doesn't right. even count. You have, J- you have Jason Alexander who had a bad day in Jason Alexander did not. Right. Not that we of need course, to say. That's the I would, bit. Yeah. I have to say that in the event that someone down the line. I'm sure he's had a couple bad days where he touched a tit he shouldn't have touched, though. Yeah, dude. You, you know? George. He thought he could get away you with tell it. George, he can't fuck you. That's good. He got a little cocky on that Seinfeld money, and he probably touched a tit he shouldn't have touched, dude. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I'm sure he's a great guy. Who, who knows? He seems like a cool this guy. This is comedy. This yeah. is what we're doing. It's fun that we have to say that. It is. This is us, us <laughs> jovially making Laughing fake rape allegations fake. <laughs> is what we call humor. So, dude, I got this. We al- got a citizen this- alert. Zach <laughs> is only checking his phone because he has a citizen alert. Uh, I'm 100. I'm unabashedly checking my phone because there's... Count there are three hundred vehicles blocking streets in protest. Throw it on the screen. I can't. What do you fucking? Show I can't show screen. a citizen thing on the screen, dude. It's just people blocking Hollywood and Vine. You can see it. And you're like, who's protest? Joey comes in. I say, hey, I think there's like a giant protest happening down the road in Hollywood. He's like, oh, who's protesting? And I'm just like, just. I don't just think the, Trump. The, I don't think Trump rallies and Black Lives Matter protests are coming together just just. I don't think they're coming together to express and, rage. And coming to, yeah, just to civilly disobey. They're not going to no. say like, you know what? We we have very completely different like ideologies, but we can come together just to disobey 
the police. They're yeah. not going to come together and be like, we can connect on this point. Let's throw a brick through a car window. We all hate Gap. We, we all, all hate Gap. Hate Gap. No. I'm gonna, we, we all want to steal from baby Gap, Dude. and that's what makes us all the same. That's one. Of the that's same. what there, makes us human. There was, a, uh, there was another Trump rally in Beverly Hills over the weekend, and some Black Lives Matter people showed up, and there was a little tussle. And they declared it. This is the new thing when police declare an unlawful assembly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? That's basically their warning shot that they're going fu- to shoot everyone. We've declared an unlawful. Dude, it's such a fucked up weekend in Hollywood, man. There's protests everywhere. The gays were living it up on Halloween in this neighborhood. It was fucking chaos and just costumes everywhere. It was great. A lot of Carol Baskins this year, as to be expected. Mm-hmm. A lot of Tiger Kings. Dude, the, the Tiger King selection in WeHo is just truly unparalleled this year. Were there a lot of Tiger Kings? A lot of Tiger Kings. Some Tiger Queens? A lot of t- more Tiger Queens than Tiger Kings. <laughs> yeah, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, I think I would assume most fabulous gay men are going to want to be a tiger more than they're going to want to be Joe, right? One would think. I don't know. I don't know. I can't I can't shit on anyone for going. I mean, I went out in Halloween. I put on a costume. Joe's really something. he's been taking it super seriously. That's the thing is I'm the worst he's person. He's the one guy I'm like this guy's got my best interests at heart. He's he's <laughs> looking out for me and my health. I'm not I okay. he cares. What's we're, we're going to have a lovers <laughs> quarrel quarrel on quorum quorum uh lovers quorum i said i'll get a test and you're like you ain't gotta do that man so i did not i did not respond because it's not my place to tell you to get a test you gotta but you gotta make that call that's not you can't outsource your ethics to me bitch either do it or don't i said if i'm not gonna i can't tell i can't tell you to do that or not bitch i gave you the option to tell me i said if you want me to get a test dude i'll get a test and you were like you ain't gotta do that i did not say that i swear to god all right we're gonna read each other's text messages i'm doing it now i offered i'm I'm just like not i wear a mask i'm not pulling my mask off of trader joe's i ain't giving nobody hugs but yeah i'm gonna go to new york city i'm gonna no, yeah, I and it wasn't that. the other way around. Um, I'm gonna, I, I edit, I'm gonna edit this episode. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna like block. I can't even. Yeah, it checks out. I win. Really? Yeah. I win. What'd you say when I asked? I offered. Uh, dude, L.A. is worse than here. New York City, way like you can eat in a restaurant. Uh, I'm the one who should be worried, lol. I, but I was still, I was low key like you out, you out here in L.A. in California yeah. in the epicenter. And then he says, "No, you don't have to worry about coming here because I don't go anywhere." Oh yeah, but I threw it out there. You could have been like, "Yeah, thanks for offering, man. Go get that motherfucking test so I feel better." I did. I can't play God like that. You, know? you could. I can't do that. Right. I can't tell someone else to take a test. You only got to do. You could feel a certain way about you, it. You could have like, been like, well, you could have I'm going to San Francisco in a couple of weeks. If Are I, you? Well, yeah, but like, what does it mean anymore? What I'm mean? driving to San Francisco and staying in a Airbnb. And like, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to a restaurant? No. Am I going to go to a movie? You can go inside? No. I don't want to, dude. Why are you going? Because the f- well, I want to go see a new place, go around, see well, some you mountains. Stay in Airbnb? No, but I'm gonna go walk around. I'm gonna go walk places. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna walk Pop by the ocean. Restaurant. I'm gonna see the dang Golden Gate Bridge. All right, okay. I'm not going to, dude. I've said this Get before. Get some dumplings, dude. Dude, Pop I've said in. this before. No, fuck that. Take out, take out all the way. I'm not going to some restaurant for some shitty dining experience it's fun for no one and also restaurants aren't operating at their 
at their best, dude. They're not. They they ain't got the A team in there because everyone's fired or died because of COVID. So now you go to Russia and like Steve Steakhouse, dude. I'm not doing it again. You remember Steve Steakhouse? Yeah, see you out I'm here. not doing. I did it. Well, that was the one time. Okay. That's the one time I ate in a restaurant since the pandemic started. I get takeout. I'll go to a place, get my shit to go, but I'm not sitting in a restaurant because I'm like, oh, we're, it's all good, guys. Oh, I ain't sweating. Woo! <laughs> but I, I will tell you, New York City, they're contact tracing everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you got to put in my name's like Osama bin Laden before Never. you go. Never. I yeah, that was Absolutely the whole thing. That not. was okay. So, I would do. Are they really just asking your name? So when I got there, when I got into New York City. They were, before I could go, there was like someone, like a blockade, before I could go to baggage claim, off mic burp, uh, before I could go to baggage claim, there's a blockade and they're saying, you got to fill out these contact tracing, like forms. So I write in some, you know, fake information. Only, I understand contact tracing, I'm about it, but like, at some point, I do, you know how, I feel, okay, can I, can I diatribe for a little bit? Sure. Okay. So... There's this general sentiment that, like, if you are a little bit incredulous or you are kind of afraid of your freedoms being taken away, that you're a dumbass, right? That you're kind of, like, a paranoid dumbass. But when I got – I've never been this way. I've never been this way. But when I got to New York City and they were like, write your name down, write your phone number, write where you're going to be this whole entire time. And then every restaurant I went to, they were like, scan this barcode, fill out the form. We're doing contact tracing. Because the government, because the government requires it, they need to send, and you're sending it to the government. So At dumb. that point, I was like, I could never blame anyone after that. After they're like, we need to know where you are at all times. You need to scan into every place you go. I'm like, okay, that yeah. makes yeah. So you can go eat at a goddamn J. Alexander. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. I went to like Worth a Wendy's, it. and I'm like, they're like, who are you? Where are you going? Where are you gonna be for the next ten days so we can get a hold of you? I'm like, do you want I avocado on your buffalo chicken salad? Right. Yeah, and I do. And you're like, I'm Always. glad that I gave my entire personal history to the fine folks at the Times Square Denny's. Yeah. It was so yeah. It's just not worth it to me. I'm I don't. Yeah, go to the Lower East Side, Denny's. Too. I go to a restaurant because I want to hang out with people I enjoy, and drink in a scenario where we're all not wondering what logistical problem we're going to be handed next. Yeah, and I don't. The, the thing was, dude, when I went, I went to a couple of different places, and I lived my life. And I'm not saying that anyone should live their life, but I'm gonna say it was nice to eat some dumplings. And uh, where it was coming in from the cold, dude. Coming in from the cold and yeah, eating dumplings what that's in like. a warm building, dude. Forgot what that's like. Nothing like it. Dude. I made a stew last night. It's a similar feeling. Let's talk about that stew. stew. Well, I don't know about it. Like I'm intrigued uh, now, dude. I can make a good stew now. It's more like a a beef bourguignon, right? Like the French, just like French stew. Oh, right? are you into some French cooking now? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm very cultured. I do a lot of things. This is when I'm reading. I'm basically reading a book in one hand. Oh, Will Stirring I'm reading your Richard stew? Dawkins, The God Delusion in one hand and Stirring Stew in the other. Oh, damn, dude. No. People are like, is that a cookbook? No. It's a theory. No. Of, it's Darwin's theory of evolution. Yeah, it's just this kind of like postmodernist exploration of like the information age. Sometimes I get bored when I'm cooking a souffle, so I start <laughs> reading. So I start reading Darwin's. Textbooks. <laughs> yeah, I read literally Karl Marx prose. Like, no, I... uh. 
No, you know, I made a stew, you know. It was all right. It was good. It was like a cold day. One one more thing not to just, you know, drive into the ocean. So you're like, yeah, I guess I'll make a stew. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you out here you out here making stews, doing the right thing, but contemplating suicide. That's but true. But for me, I'm like, you know what? Let's get reckless. Yeah, well, again, let's, you know. Actually, you know what's crazy? There's no way I could beat COVID. There's just not a chance. I all think, the all the odds are stacked against me. I mean, I I have Trump's essential body shape and do you have weak genes? Energy. I don't. Well, I don't know, dude. Everyone in my family's either had a heart attack or cancer. So you tell me, bro. Yeah. I'll I can I'll get one of those, but I can maybe I'll beat COVID. And they're like, you have bone cancer. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. Can I go to a restaurant? <laughs> I go, yeah, can I, dude. Can I go to a restaurant? No. Like, sure, I guess. I don't care. That's the worst. I have plenty of entertainment just watching and listening to the things that happen around here. You think so? Yeah, dude. You do. Endless entertainment in this neighborhood. I'm trying to think if I saw... There was a lady... There was a lady... Okay, this is... I don't want to, like make fun of this is I'm, this is just a story this is an experience i had all right yeah. you know how like every tv or whatever like comes in styrofoam packaging that has a mold cut out of whatever the fuck was in that box this lady had like it was basically a chino the wisconsin cheese head the packer thing yeah she had basically found some sort of like workout equipment that had this foam packaging on and she had put it on her head and she just she's a crazy lady just like she's mentally mental yeah, yeah okay. kicking shit around and my friend al caro great guy he's like yeah she found that she's been out here she found that two weeks ago she hasn't taken it off i laugh okay i'm like oh that's yeah funny. all right not to laugh at her but it's just a funny idea of someone well it's funny them. the idea of like befriending because that's the thing you don't think about is like when you live in a neighborhood where there's a lot of homeless people you start kind of you don't it's not like necessarily befriending them yes you start taking an interest in their life because you see them all the time for yeah. me it's this guy who's showing his dick to everyone pissing and threatening people how's it more negative i don't know dude there's so many pubes it's like it's just i don't know i don't know luck. i bet it's big that's i i don't i can't yeah. the diners at la bohem can tell you because they, they got know about, about a, a six foot away look from the guy. That's got to be nice to be a homeless person because you have nothing to lose. So you're like, I can do anything. Yeah, no one no, has any control. That's the thing because it. That's the whole thing about like the homeless problem here is just like they're like I don't give a fuck. What are they gonna do? Throw me in jail? Cool, free food, shelter. Right. And then they're gonna toss you out the very next day. And you go back in and out and in and out and in and out. You pay some fees. Then actually you don't because you don't have money. So there's just like these un. Then you just start accruing credit and like problem credit problems and debt to the government that right. you can never crawl out of for paying legal fees that were just never. Everything's an upgrade. We truly listen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once you have nothing, once you're like, oh, what are you gonna do? Can- Ruin my credit? Yeah. It's like that Louis Joe. He's like, what do I? Can't have negative nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't, what do you? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna. I, I've thought about that. I'm like, what if you just like, what if you just ran it into the ground and then just were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a new identity. I, dude, I can't tell you how much I've thought about this. 
You think you could pull Not it off? Not on a serious level, but like in terms of like a financial level, getting to the point where you're just like, what? You know what's like a super intriguing idea is the idea of just Personal like bankers? disappearing into the population. Like you live your whole go life on. thinking you're like, oh, I'm this guy and I have to go do all these things. Like I here, I have an aunt and an uncle and I have friends and I went to college and I got this degree so I have to do this job. Your what identity? You just yeah. like drive away and then you just into the crowd. Let's just say you land in Phoenix. You just start wandering out in Phoenix. Eventually people stop calling. Your past will find you. You think so? If you go to Phoenix? What's your past? If you go to Phoenix, bud? Your past will find you, man. Okay, so fine. Catch Santa up. Fe. Oh, they'll find you, dude. I'm just saying, it's a funny idea. You murked? No, you know if you want. Okay, the thing here's let's let's really put some stakes behind it. Let's give you. You know what? You hit a guy with a car. Yeah. All right. You hit a guy with a car. Broad daylight. You were texting on your phone. It was a guy. It wasn't. It was a guy who people are looking for. It was somebody's yeah. dad. You really fucked up, right? Yeah, I was ordering Jersey Mike's on my phone. Yes. And I hit a guy and killed him. You had to say, I want extra sauce on it. And and you killed the guy, right? So now it's broad daylight. Everyone knows. So everyone knows who you are. Everyone knows. Zach Powell, everyone's looking. It's like there's no getting away from yeah, it. Yeah, dude. If so it's you're, like Breaking Bad, then yeah, where everyone's looking for Walter White, then yeah, I couldn't do this. But can you imagine if you're just like an average guy? No real stakes in anything. That's the people who can disappear. Those are the people who can just create. Like, there are probably, like, bankers who just, like, I don't know, like, work some, you know, work at Chase Bank, but they just hate their life. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I don't have debt. Credit score is pretty good. You pull the cash out. Though. I haven't run over anyone because I was trying to say no against my Jersey Mike's order. And you basically just drive off. So you think there's a guy out there who's affluent? And he decides, this ain't for me. Yeah. But, and I also, he's got a lot of obligations. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be a masseuse at a gay resort in Jamaica. And then it's just... This guy would have to have children and a wife he hates. Oh, for sure. And then they would have never, he would never have to share anything about his life with them ever to give them the slightest hint as to where he could have gone. He's just gone. He could have just been like, I like collecting model trains. I like, I like, right. I want to be, he like wears a little hat. He's like, I'm going to be a conductor. And he does all that, but it's just bullshit. Like in, in his head, he's like, I'm a gay man who needs to be a masseuse in Jamaica. And that's always like in there. Yeah. And then one day he's just like, all right, it's time to, un- it's time to unleash it. It's not one day. It's uh, it would have to be very premed. We're all right. This is this is the end of the episode. This is the but end of the podcast. Here's how he does it. The thing is, though, he's not going to spontaneously do it. He's not gonna just going like, to sit around and then think to himself. No, it'll be meticulously planned. Oh, buddy, for like six years, he's like, okay, I've got these kids. My kids are like five, four, and three or whatever. He's like, my wife, she doesn't work, but you know what? I got enough money saved. Her dad's rich. He owns a construction company. She'll, she'll be fine. She'll be I don't fine. care any guilt she'll about be, it. And she knows I hate her. So she hates me. Over yes, but over over six like. You you have a six year plan, you know. Once I get to that year six, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm gonna slowly pull cash out over time. I'm gonna bury it in the backyard. And on March thirty first, I don't even know if that's a day. March twenty third. Let's make it a real day that we know. Yeah. You say that's the day I get on a plane to Venezuela. I have it set up. I know where I'm going, and I'm gonna be Rodrigo Sanchez. Yeah. And my past. Will be gone. I will not leave Erased. a trace. I have Erased. made. I have. I have fake passports. I have tons. I have a duffel bag full of cash. No outstanding loans. No outstanding debt. 
house is paid off. Because if your house yeah. is in isn't in his name, her dad had the money to front the place, so the house is actually in his name. They just pay him low key. He gets to reap the benefits of like home ownership to all his fake ass friends who he thinks about killing, and then he leaves. It's truly, I've thought about this because it's like the, it's truly, it would be like the most interesting story ever told. And it's so interesting because of how like benign this guy's life would be. Like you always think about people starting a new life, like they're rich or they're escaped, like Tupac, you know, he's not dead. He escaped and he has a new idea. No, no, this is just a guy who was already almost invisible. And then it's like, it's not enough to just be invisible. I have to be my true self. Right. Rodrigo Sanchez. And then season two starts and it's like a fade in. And it's like from the jungle. And there's like, there's like toucans making noises, stuff like that. A lot of jungle sounds. And then it like extreme close up his frail hands massaging someone's back. And you're like, I don't know if this is a man or a woman. And then, you know, it's just like... Thanks, Rodrigo. Man, you really know how to work all the kinks out. And then he, and then it's his, he, and then the guy is standing, like collecting his tools, facing away from the camera. And he turns away, he's like, no problem. This is what I love. And then you see that it's him from season one in a new identity. He's barely recognizable, though. Barely recognizable. Yeah. But you watch season one, so you know. Yeah. Like you can tell it's him. You're, expe- you're, you're expecting him, but then when he turns, you're like, doesn't look like him but i still know it's him i can still know it's him you know who had the best opportunity you know what okay i know that this camera's dead but you know who had the best opportunity for the greatest escape of all time and he didn't do it who bernie madoff oh yeah what if that because that oh, guy yeah. you you watch documentaries on him you watch biopics on him and you realize like this was the man who he should have made a plan he created, it was a snowball, a snowball when the day of reckoning was going to come. And he should have, it would have been the most epic thing ever if he just would have been like, he was the guy that should have had a six-year plan to be like, on he didn't this think day, gonna get caught. I'm pulling. You know what he thought? I, I, I watched an interview of him. He thought, this is what he thought. He was like, he was playing the time game. He thought he was going to die before it caught up to him. And then one day, too many people wanted their money out. Yeah, it's like that Robert De Niro movie they made for HBO. Did you see that? Fuck yeah, dude. It was awesome. It was good, dude. Wizard of Lies, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It was good. Yeah. It's sad. It's great because Robert De De Niro is great in that movie. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's a great actor. Bob. Yeah. Good old Bobby De Niro. I mean, I know that he's always talking about how drunk. Here's how, you know what's funny about Robert De Niro is he thinks that he can like change the minds of like, older white male voters who like him from casino or like fucking raging bull Bull, you know and he goes you know what i think trump's a fucking wussy (laughs) good he's a cook he doesn't have any skin in the game and you need to vote for joe biden you're like dude no one's following you on this bro you don't think he swayed a couple he might have got a couple weak a couple white beta cuck dads who were like oh i like casino Oh, maybe Trump is. B- if your vote was swayed by Robert De Niro telling you that Trump was a crook, you should run for office. Don't vote because for you're Trump. pure. Now you're sounding a pro-Trumper. I the only scenario I I support <laughs> voting for Trump is if you're Robert De Niro's kids who are tired of listening to him talk about why Trump sucks, and you're like, I'm gonna fuck my dad, 
And it's like every every kid wants to vote against their parents' interests because that's like what you do. It's like your first election. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro's kids, like New York City socialites, super rich, probably go to New York film school. Right. Like I'm voting for Trump. <laughs> Born lib. <laughs> yeah. I'm voting for Trump because I'm not like my dad. I voted for McCain because I was well, I voted afraid for Tom of Steyer, my parents. So. But, uh, All right. Well, let's wrap. Let's it. wrap That's this. That's a wrap. Thanks for watching. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah, much love. This was fun. I like this setup. I think we're going to do some live streaming in the future more because we bought stuff. So if you're into that, please help make this purchase worthwhile.